I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Tuesday, January 9th. Quincy Mayor Thomas Koch says he wants to break ground on a new performing arts center in Quincy Center, finalize the details of the Quincy 400 celebration next year, and create a special place for the Massachusetts tribe of the Ponkapog at Squaw Rock as he enters his seventh term in office. During his inaugural address yesterday, Koch laid out those three goals for the next four years, along with the continuation of many other projects, including a new Squantum School and completion of the new public safety complex. Koch also highlighted a plan to plant heritage trees in the city to honor its past, and said he wants Quincy to be a part of the 250th anniversary of the American Revolution in 2026. Koch dedicated his address to former Congressman Bill Delahunt, who's been in poor health and could not attend the event. Koch extended his thanks to outgoing counselors Chuck Phelan, Anthony Andronico, and Ann Mahoney, school committeeman Frank Santoro, and also thanked the state delegation and Congressman Stephen Lynch. Newly re-elected Quincy Ward 3 City Councilor Ian Kane is the new City Council President. Kane was elected Council President by his peers during yesterday's inaugural ceremonies at Quincy City Hall. Kane assumes the City Council President's gavel from Councilor-at-Large Noel DeBona. Kane was first elected to the City Council in 2015. He ran unopposed last year. Kane is also co-founder of the Quincy-based startup Cubic Labs, which helps start up companies and entrepreneurs. He's a Quincy native and previously interned with Congressman Stephen Lynch. Kane is also the co-founder of the Quincy Porchfest Music Celebration, which began in 2016. He's currently spearheading an effort to develop a municipally owned broadband network. Newly elected councillors Richard Ash, Dan Minton, and Scott Campbell were also sworn in yesterday. Quincy School Committee will reorganize tomorrow night at the Coddington Building. Tina Cahill is expected to be named the vice chair, replacing Frank Santoro, who lost a bid for re-election last year. Courtney Perdios will be sworn in after winning a seat in November. The Quincy Police Department has a new canine, Ringo the Bloodhound, recently joined the force to help officers locate missing persons. Chief Mark Kennedy says the Quincy Police Department has seen an increase in calls to locate missing persons, specifically children, the elderly, and people with medical or other issues. Canine patrolman David Cooper trained with Ringo recently in South Carolina. Ringo and his training were paid for with funds collected during drug raids and other illegal activity known as the Civil Asset Forfeiture Funds. Ringo will also be available to other communities in the area. A jury selection began yesterday in the retrial of the man accused of killing a police sergeant and a bystander in Weymouth back in 2018. Back in July, a judge declared a mistrial in the case against Emmanuel Lopes after a jury was unable to reach a unanimous decision after three weeks of testimony and days of deliberation. Lopes is facing charges in the death of Weymouth Police Sergeant Michael Chestnut and 77-year-old Vera Adams. He faces life in prison if convicted. 
His lawyer argued during the initial trial that Lopes has a history of mental illness that has caused him to act irrationally. If he is found not guilty by reason of insanity, he could be sent to a mental health facility. Lopes is accused of attacking the 42-year-old Chestnut with a rock while being arrested for driving erratically and vandalizing a home. Prosecutor said that during a struggle with the sergeant, Lopes took Chestnut's gun shot him eight times in the chest and head. Lopes is then accused of shooting Adams, who was nearby in her home's sunroom. Braintree police seeking the public's help in identifying a person of interest in several Peeping Tom cases where a male is viewing or filming young females in their homes. Braintree police have released surveillance video of the male being sought in the cases, which are centered around two neighborhoods. Most of the cases have occurred since November, but others may date back to 2021. The male has appeared outside of homes in the areas of Alita and Angela Roads, and at all times during the day, from early evening to early morning. Police said neighbors should remain vigilant and report any suspicious activity. Police described the person as a light-skinned male of average height and build. Anybody with information is urged to contact Braintree Police. Governor Mara Healy announcing $375 million in budget cuts for the current fiscal year yesterday as the administration seeks to close an expected $1 billion shortfall with monthly revenues coming in at a slower pace than expected. The biggest cut will be to Mass Health, the state's Medicaid program, but it won't impact anyone's eligibility to apply to the health insurance system. The rest of the anticipated billion-dollar shortfall will be covered by $625 million in what administration officials describe as opportunities to increase revenue without the need for tax increases. The spending cuts outlined yesterday can be made unilaterally by the governor and don't need the approval of state lawmakers. Healy's top budget official, Matthew Gorkowitz, says the administration opted not to dip into the state's rainy day fund, now over $8 billion, because that money is for more extreme budget crises. He said the cuts amounted to less than 1% of the state budget, and no layoffs were used to close the funding gap. Gorkowitz also said the state's struggle to find emergency shelter for migrants and other homeless family was not a factor in the budget cuts. In a letter to lawmakers explaining the cuts, Healy said the state can't wait until the start of the new fiscal year in July to address the budget shortfall. December was the sixth month in a row in which revenues fell below predictions. Also yesterday, Healy administration officials and Massachusetts House and Senate leaders unveiled a new estimated state revenue figure for the 2025 fiscal year of $40.2 billion, about $208 million less than what was used to build the current budget. Massachusetts statewide payroll climbed again in 2023, many of the top earners hailing from the University of Massachusetts education system. In 2022, the statewide payroll total checked in at $8.95 billion. It climbed to $9.33 billion in 2023, 
marking a 4.2% increase. Francisco Martin, head coach of UMass men's basketball, overtook UMass Chancellor Michael Collins as the highest-paid state employee in 2023. Collins had been the Bay State's top earner since 2017. Martin checked in with a salary of $1.66 million last year, followed by Collins at $1.41 million and Terrence Float, the provost, dean, and executive deputy chancellor at UMass Chan Medical School, collecting $1.14 million. In addition to Martin, Collins, and Float, UMass accounted for all of the top ten earners in the state. Check of business news this morning. Stocks rebounded. The Dow shot up 216 points. The Nasdaq rose 319, and the S&P added 66. European markets opening lower after a mixed session in Asia. The dollar and the euro fell. Oil is down to just under $72 a barrel. In sports, Colorado beat the Bruins in a shootout 4-3. The Bees will be in Arizona, take on the Coyotes tonight at 9. And the Celtics lose to the Pacers, 133-131. to Celtics will take on Minnesota and Boston tomorrow night at 7. Forecast from the National Weather Service. Today, cloudy, the high of 38 degrees. Rain arrives this evening, becomes steady and heavy overnight with the wind-driven rain into the early morning hours. Temperatures climbing overnight into the upper 50s. Tomorrow will turn out partly cloudy and windy and warm, the high near 60 degrees. Sunny on Thursday, high of 43 and a sunny 43 for Friday. Marine forecast calling for two-foot waves, northeast winds right now at 5, becoming southeast 15 to 20 and then gusting to 25 knots overnight. High tide right after 9 a.m. Sunrise at 7.12, sets 4.29. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, January 9th.